This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck. And you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 37. My guest today is Sharice Ennis, a tech-savvy content creator, strategist, and entrepreneur behind Sharice & Co. She works with coaches, consultants, and service providers to turn their knowledge and experience into content such as online courses, membership sites, group programs, and blog posts. Recently, Sharice went through the process of niching, or is it niching, down her services. We're going to talk to Sharice about this process, why she found it necessary, and how it actually bettered her business all around. So let's go ask Sharice how she niched down. Hey, Sharice, it is so nice to have you on the How She Did That podcast today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your business? Yeah. So I am, well, actually, I consider myself a former VA. (laughs) Um, I started my business back in 2000. 14 was when I first got started, and now I started out doing a lot of general things, a lot of different marketing tasks, and over the years, I've just continued to niche down and niche down, and now I am an online, of course, um, technical consultant. I help um, you know coaches and consultants and freelancers uh, turn their knowledge into online courses. I handle all those technical pieces that no one wants to do, the (laughs) overwhelming pieces, the project management side of it. Um, I just help them get it done and get it online. That's fantastic. I love that. And you and I are in similar similar spaces that we both enjoy the tech that nobody else (laughs) enjoys doing. (laughs) Especially for coaches and course creators. They tend to be visionaries and high-level thinkers. And then there's all the 700 questions that we have to go through and answer to actually make their vision come to life, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I love the topic that we're going to talk about today because it's one of those topics that if you're scrolling through virtual assistant Facebook communities, you will see at least five people asking per day. And that is the topic of how do I niche down or niche down either one. I've decided I'm just going to say niche, but everybody picks a lane with that. (laughs) How do I niche down? And I know that you recently have uh, niched down more into your target market. So let's talk about what niching exactly is first and the process that you went through to decide what your niche was going to be. Yeah. So niching, it's it's really about picking a um, either a industry or a um, specific service or skill to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so niching, niching down, or I usually say niching, niching yeah, down. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really about um, being specific um, in what you're offering, offering a very specific thing. 
Um, and the process that I went through, and I'm going to be honest, I'm working with a business coach because mm-hmm. I, um, I've been at this for years and I, I accept that I can't just uh, go off and, and wing it, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm doing this under the guidance of someone. I love that. That's great. <laughs> you know, because I did, I took a course on how to become a VA and I sort of thought, all right, then I'm done. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's my investment. I'm, I'm now a VA. But, you know, as, as you grow and as you um scale and as you gain experience, I think niching down, niching down is really a a natural occurrence. It sort of naturally sort of happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for the first part of my business, niching down into being a content creator and supporting people creating content um, was sort of the natural thing, sort of the natural evolution of my business. Um, But niching down into helping people set up online courses was um, a little a little more orchestrated, I suppose, mm-hmm. or a little more intentional. Um, and so for me, that process was, what are people continually coming to me for? What is there a market demand for? And um, a gap. So mm-hmm. it was sort of those three things were really important. Like, what do, what are people coming to me for that they that they keep asking me and that I'm really good at doing, that I feel really confident doing, that I really enjoy doing? Um, and then is there a market demand for those things? Um, and is there a gap? Like, is there, is there, uh, a void? Is someone not filling this gap? And so what I, um, what became known to me was like, people are, want to create courses. And while the idea of creating courses is really simple, it's actually not very easy to do when you have a full-time business. Yes. You know, they, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, steps out there are seven steps to creating your online course. But the truth is there are a lot of little steps in between. Yeah, there's seven so steps step. for every seven steps. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. there's, <laughs> there's more like there's, 35 yeah, steps. <laughs> there's, like, yeah, there's a lot of steps. <laughs> no, I love that. And I love like everything you've said, because that's exactly what I, you know, teach to my VAs when, when I have one-on-one clients um, that come to me for coaching, or I have my mastermind clients, the, one of the first conversations is who is your audience? You know, because if you start out by trying to talk to everybody, you, a lot of times end up talking to nobody because people want to know that you can solve their specific problem. And if you're just like, I can solve everybody's problems, like they're like, no, you probably actually can't, you know? (laughs) So yeah. And I teach it a lot of the same way that you were saying about like, look, I, I imagine it as three different circles. And if you look at what you love doing, what you're good at, and what people have been asking you the most for, when you look at the overlaps between those things, that's usually your circle of, wow, I can really capitalize on that and make that my core offer and make that what, you know, what my main thing is going to be for people, whether it be offer or who, and or who you're going to serve in that offer. Yeah. Yeah. So what were your big concerns? Like when you started working with your business coach and he or she was like, okay, we're, we're going to niche down, you know, we're going to pick a lane basically. <laughs> like, did you have any concerns? Was there ever a, well, what if nobody ever hires me, you know, ever again, kind of feeling? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I Absolutely. thought the answer would be yes. <laughs> um, I, 
it didn't come out like that. It came out in the form of, well, I'm not sure, or like really resisting doing the work to putting it in place. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually, I have a background in advertising and marketing communications. So I have a degree in this. I have I'm very familiar with what niching is and yeah. <laughs> it's like I understand from a marketing standpoint the importance of having a very clear message and the importance to speaking to a very specific audience. <laughs> <laughs> it somehow ends up feeling so different when it's actually your business though, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just was like, I don't know if this is right. This doesn't feel like like I just, I was just like, I don't know if this is right. Like, how do I know that people are going to come to me for this? Or how do I, you know, like, how am I going to get clients? But how am I going to decline this other work? And um, so there was a lot of resistance. But what I have found is that um, you have to get over the mindset piece. And it's really hard, but you just have to sort of push through it and like put the pieces into place. You just have to sort of do the work. And as you do the work, it starts to become more natural and it starts to feel like, Oh, okay, this is, this is, this is me or this is, this can work. Um, you you know, you can't really decide when you're, you know, from the outside. And another thing that I've, and I, another reason why I think I was a little bit resistant was because I, I strongly feel like part of niching down has to sort of happen organically like mm-hmm. to certain yeah to certain degree like um because you can because some people can niche down very specifically but i feel like you can only be super super specific if you've um i feel like that only happens through like an organic like growth and evolution of your business and i was trying to think of an example and i think i had seen this example as actually now like a few years ago (laughs) um the example was in this pdf about niching down (laughs) (laughs) of all things right (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the example was a photographer who does portrait photography and you know they were explaining niching down and happening in multiple levels and so the, the portrait photographer then becomes like a portrait photographer for kids and then becomes a portrait photographer for kids with special needs and i feel like you know, in that example, um, it's like, it shows sort of like a natural evolution. As you go through um, doing the work, you start to really find who it is that you work with. So, you know, doing portrait photography for children got even more specific to doing right. it for special needs children. So for me, I felt like, well, is this my next level niche to go into online courses? Like, mm-hmm. this feels kind of specific. Am I is this organic or not? And so I really had to just say, okay, I'm going to try it and I'm going to see what happens. Right. I love that example. That's a really great example. Yeah. 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 When I read it, that's why it it stuck with me all all the time. Because it, it really put it into perspective for me that like, yeah, you'll choose a niche 
um, or you can choose like a, you know, a higher level niche and, and continue to niche down further and it'll still, you know, it'll still work out for you. There will always be clients. I think that's the biggest fear is that there won't be enough clients or like, but I can do all this other stuff or I, you know, like don't put me in a box sort of thing. Right. Right. <laughs> I know that anytime I've said yes to a client that I've had a feeling that I should say no to because they were out of my niche or whatever the case may be, I have always regretted it. Like the money has not ever, ever been worth it. (laughs) And so I think that when you first start really deciding on your niche and really deciding like, if somebody comes to me and set and wants to hire me, I'm going to say no. Like that is really difficult because you really are just like leaving money on the table, you know? And I, I remember that panic the first time, like I had somebody refer what could have been like a multiple thousand dollar client to me. And I was like, I looked at his stuff and I was just like, I don't think this is the, you know, I don't think that this is a client for me. He's not in, he's not in the, the sphere that I want to be working in or serving. And I said no. And then I was like, I just said no to like $5,000. But I feel like when you, when you decide and when you create the space to allow the clients that you do want to serve to come in, in the industries that you do want to serve, that they're the, um, not, I, I want to say universe, but I don't want to make it too woo woo, but I do believe that the universe comes in and like honors that, that this is who you, you want to work with. And it also helps to set you up as an expert in your field rather than just mm-hmm. being a generalist and being so, so with a lot of different things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that being a chain of all trades is actually very time consuming. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've gotten to a point I, I had a 11 month old. Um, this is my first child. And so my time and my mental bandwidth is much different <laughs> yes. than it was 11 months ago. So, um, you just, I don't have time to be a Jane of all trades. Yeah. That's a really good point because even now, you know, we do a lot of like system setups and things and the newest thing in systems is, is click up instead of Asana or Trello or teamwork. And I keep saying to my team, like, we are not learning click up. We're not setting people up in click up. I do not have the time or bandwidth to learn how to use click up. Like we're just not doing it, you know, and you really have to pick those lanes and draw the line in sand and say yes or no. Yeah. Definitely. And that, uh, especially when it comes to technology, which is something that I am, I'm learning, like Mm -hmm. people come to me and they have all sorts of different technology that they want to use. And it can be hard. That I think is harder to, Mm -hmm. to, to decline work where it's like something you could figure out or something you could learn. And it's like still generally within your niche, but you're like, I don't work with that tool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. So now I'm finding that that's like my next place where I need to figure out, okay, what are my, what are the tools that I'm only going to work with? Right. So that I'm not bouncing between, uh, like five of them because there are so many, there's so many learning management systems. Mm-hmm. There's Teachable, there's Thinkific, there's Kajabi. And then I think there's Kartra yeah. <laughs> and the list, goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. Right. And next week there will be another new one on the block. So mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> So last question, what's the one thing our audience can do this week to start to niche down and to really figure out what they want to do in the market? Well, I think, um, as you mentioned earlier, that, that exercise where you're 
doing the different, we're taking the different three, right? Mm -hmm. So I, th I really think just being actionable and taking a few minutes to figure out, well, what do you think your niche is going to be or what would be? And um, put together like a, a simple, very quick offer and just put it out there. You can say that you're beta testing it if you want or you're just running a promotion or whatever. Just get it out there and start doing it because you have to start testing it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and if you haven't taken a step back from your business to see, okay, what kinds of projects really make me happy and what kinds of projects keep coming to me? Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't done done that, I think that's really important to, to figuring out and seeing like where these patterns already exist in your business. Um, because sometimes you don't even realize it. It might be something that you're not even offering, but people are like keep coming to you for that. You're like, right. oh yeah, maybe I need to make this part of my services or maybe this is my new niche. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. And we are actually in the show notes, we're going to link to a quiz that I have called What's Your Income Increasing VA Superpower? And it's about picking your lane basically. And what are those hidden things that you enjoy or that are, are really great at that maybe you're not using in your business that you you can use in order to pick your niche. Um, so if you want to go to that, it's the launchguild.com forward slash VA superpower, all one word, but it'll be in the show notes as well. So where can people find you online? Well, they can find me over on Instagram at Sharice and Co. Or they can find me over on my website at shariceandco.com. Um, those are the two main places that I love to hang out. And of course, I'm also on Facebook also Sharice and Co. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Do you know what services you want to offer and who you want to offer them to, but need some guidance on the how of setting up the systems that will create a seamless experience for both you and your clients? Don't let the overwhelm of getting set up stop you from starting a virtual support business that you love. Head to thelaunchguild.com forward slash biz basics to learn more about my four part training that eliminates the fluff and walks you through how to set up your business's most crucial systems. Wow your clients from beginning to end using the tools, templates and workflows that I use in my own business. Check out this four part training at thelaunchguild.com forward slash biz with a Z basics.